This is your girl, Nisi D, and you are now tuned in to Faithful In It Podcast, where we will go through the journey of living life faithful in it and watch God build us through our faith. You gotta Let's go. be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be peoples hello welcome to faithful in it podcast a space for us to keep it real and relatable as we go on a faith journey together thank you thank you thank you for anyone who is tuning in welcome back to my returning listeners and a special welcome to anyone who is listening for the first time i hope that this episode encourages you and it helps you get through your week thank you for your time and thank you for listening i'm your host nisi dalman and i hope that me sharing my real life situations and experiences is helping you guys or at least encouraging you to continue to be faithful in it and trust that god has you and that whatever it is that you are facing, you will definitely be okay because God will see you through. As long as you just continue to keep the faith and you do your part. You do your part in praying. You do your part in keeping a relationship with God, keeping that communication going. And um, you put in the work, whatever that may look like for you. It's your journey. You know what it is. Uh, Just put in the work. Do what you have to do because faith without work is dead. All right, let's start with um, the faith highlight for this week. Listen, this past weekend, I really, really had a good time spending time with my family um, as we celebrated my mom's birthday. My brother wanted to do something different this year um, for her. And that doing something different was basically getting all of her children together and grandchildren together because there are some grandchildren that recently came to the States. Well, I won't say recently because it's almost been a year now since they came to the States, but my brother wanted the opportunity to meet them and actually spend some time with them and just um, get the family together. And when I tell you he had the right idea, he had the right idea. So we basically got together, put our heads together, and we made it happen. My mom turned 69 years old. And the blessing in doing this celebration, well, I mean, there were a lot of blessings in it. But um, my mom basically had two children while she was living in Haiti. And um, she left Haiti. When she left Haiti, she left them in Haiti in pursuit of a better life for them. She went to the Bahamas. While she was in the Bahamas, she had three more children, myself and my other two siblings. I am the baby. Um, For my mom, I'm the baby out of five, and I am also the baby for my dad as well. I have two other siblings. Um, So my mom basically wanted to create a better life for her kids in Haiti. She left them, and then when she was in the Bahamas, she had us, and in pursuit of a better life, she actually came to the States, and we went to Miami, 
and my mom pretty much left. She basically was away from her kids for, for years. My brother, who's her second born, came to the States first. And then a few years later, she was able to bring my sister and her firstborn into the States. My sister's been here for, mm, I would say, probably about five years. I'm probably wrong on that, but it's around that number. And um, when she came to the States, she moved to Orlando. And my brother actually did the same as well. He was in Orlando. They were raised together in Haiti together. So it, it only made sense. Like their bond was strong. So when she came to the States, she moved to Orlando as well. So I have two siblings in Orlando and two siblings, well, four siblings, four siblings in Miami, but two of them are from my mom. Um, so, so pretty much uh, because we don't live in the same city and then also because of my mom um, health things going on and stuff like that we never really got together um we came close one time um we came close really close one time when um we when i did a launch party for faithful in it um, my brother didn't make it the one that lives in orlando but my sister did and then i had my other siblings that were in miami so we came really close the great thing is that when my sister left Haiti, she also left behind her kids. And she pretty much had five kids that she left behind. Unfortunately, one of them passed because um, she left she left her really young. So she passed and then her other kids recently were able to come to the States. All Well, three except for one. But basically... Um, my mom had the opportunity this past weekend to have all of her kids and grandkids with the exception of one 12 grandchildren total um five children total and spouses um also and we had a blast i really enjoyed it my mom loved it and it was just such an honor just to celebrate her and then just realizing that oh my god look at all of these lives and the li these lives that are here is because of her now my mom has been through a lot and just watching her and seeing her like last year last year january my mom was bedridden. She was bedridden for a couple of months. I mean, she couldn't walk. She couldn't do anything. She couldn't cook for herself. She couldn't, she, she couldn't shower herself. You know, like there's just, she couldn't do anything. She was in a walker for, for a couple of months. And then she basically pushed herself out of the walker. She really pushed herself um, because she's very independent and she doesn't really like for people to have to do things for her. She doesn't, she, I mean, who really wants to depend on anybody to that level, but she did what she had to do. And she basically is, if you look at her today compared to what she was looking like last year it is a dramatic change just watching her dancing watching her walk around watching her maneuver the way that she was maneuvering this past weekend was just crazy but you know it it's it's a blessing it's a blessing just to witness it 
I watched God do so many things for my mom. And I can remember so many different times where the enemy tried to take her out of the game. But God definitely continues to allow her to see victory and God continues to keep her. He continues to keep her and, you know, the fight that she has, like that lady, oh my God, like the fight that she has, she is not easily broken. Despite everything and her challenges, even her mental challenges, it's, it's crazy just to watch, just to see the fight that she still has because that fight that she has is like no other it's amazing. It's definitely amazing. There's so many times like I wish that I can get into my mom's head just to hear the different things and hear the stories and hear things about her that I don't know, you know, because there's just so many different things that I've observed and that I've seen. I just imagine the different things that I don't know. If I could just be a fly on the wall. Well, maybe not fly on the wall because there's, there's definitely some things that I don't want to know. But <laughs> that's another story. This weekend actually was exactly what I needed. I'm trying to get back in the swing of, you know, life while you deal with grief. And um, I had moments where it's just like, I don't want to do it. I'm not interested. But, you know, had to basically push through those feelings and all of that. And I am happy that I did it because it was very much needed and the energy was just great. And just being surrounded by family and watching like all of my nieces and nephews. I have 19 nieces and nephews total. And there were 12, um, 12 total that I got to spend the weekend with. And most of them I don't see often. So it was great. It was definitely great. So, well, that's my faith highlight that God continues to keep my family and keep my mom, despite of all of the things that she has had to endure. I do recognize that, you know, she is older and she is getting old. So at some point, God's going to call her home. But I appreciate the extra time that he continues to provide. Hey family, thank you so much for taking this faith journey with me. I am so happy that I am not doing it alone and I cannot wait to see what God does throughout this journey. I can't wait to start hearing from you guys and hear the testimonies and the different things that are going on don't only want you to hear from me on a weekly basis. I also want to connect with you. That being said, follow me on social media. Follow me on Instagram at Faithful and It and or on Facebook, Faithful and It. I really want to connect with you guys. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what's going on. I want to encourage you if encouragement is needed. Um, I just want to hear what's going on and how God is impacting you. Don't forget to follow me and then also share this podcast, share it with a friend, share it with a family member, share it with someone while we go on our faith journey together. Okay, let's get into it. We all have to wait for things, but how many of us actually like waiting? I mean, 
Ugh. The wait is just, it's not easy and it can get frustrating. And there is just so many different things that you could be waiting for. And let's just have a real honest conversation. There are times where you have to wait for something and you're waiting and you're praying for it. And then you have to actually just sit there and watch other people get the thing that you are waiting for or praying for. And that could be very frustrating, especially it's just like, okay, God, it's bad enough that you got me waiting for this, but you just go throw it in my face and surround me by people that's getting what it is that I am waiting for. You are just going to allow me to see other people be blessed with what it is that I am waiting for. Like, how fair is that? Like, really? This how you going? <laughs> this is how you do your child that you love? Like, what is going on, God? And why am I still waiting? Hmm. It's a good question. I'm sure God is like, huh, I could tell you a lot of reasons why you are still waiting. I could tell you some reasons. But if I tell you those reasons, are you going to put in the work? Are you going to do what you have to do? Are you going to allow me to actually do what it is that I want to do? You know, sometimes we're waiting not because God is not doing what he's supposed to do, but because we're not doing what we're supposed to do because we're trying to control and play God, trying to control the situation. And God is like, my hands are tied. You're praying for it. You want it. You're asking me for it, but you're not actually releasing it to me. You're not allowing me to do what it is that I'm, I need to do so that I can give you what it is that you are waiting for. I want to give it to you just as much as you want it. But there are certain things that you are doing that is hindering me from giving you what it is that you need. Mm. That's a whole word right there. I could stay there, but I will move on. How many times have we actually said, you know, I want this. And then God has given you what it is that you wanted, but it doesn't look like what you expected it to look like, or it doesn't look like what you thought it would be. So you treat it as if it's not even the thing that you were waiting on or that you prayed for. So because you treat it as such, you look at it and you're like, mm -mm, this is not it. And you're still waiting, but yet God gave it to you. That's another thing. Mm. Wow. Wow. That just shows that the weight can look and feel like so many different things. We can wait and actually really be waiting. And we're in the stillness of just waiting and listening for God's voice. But we can also be waiting and God's like, uh, you're waiting? I already gave it to you. So the way it can look, it can, 
the weight can look like different things. Um, and I guess it also depends. Now, this is just opinion. I just, these are my opinions. It also does depend on what you're waiting for too. Like, you know, you could be in a situation where it's like, okay, you don't like your living situation, but you're trusting God for something different, something new, something better than what it is that you currently have. And you're praying about it. You're trusting that God is going to change your living situation. And while you are trusting that God is going to change your living situation, you may not be in the best living situation, but it takes time for God to actually release what it is that you want or that he wants to give to you. And while you are waiting, you're surrounded by people that's getting a new apartment or a new home. And, and it's just like, oh my God, God, like, what are you doing? Especially if God told you that he was going to give it to you and then you trust him and you believe that he is. And then you're waiting and you're surrounded by him doing it for someone else. Maybe it's a car. Maybe it is a car. Maybe it is a spouse because a lot of us are waiting on that. You're waiting on that relationship and, you know, it's just not happening. But you're looking at other people just getting into relationships or they're getting married and um, you're just surrounded by looking at other people that are getting the things that you are praying for, whether it's an increase for your finances, you want a career, a new career opportunity, and you know, people are getting promotions, they're getting that increase. You're praying, you're being faithful, you're sewing, you're going to church, you're doing all of the things, but yet you are still waiting. What do you do when you're surrounded by people that are getting the thing that you are waiting for and you are just like, oh, God, you said that you were going to give this to me. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm waiting. I'm trying to do it the right way because you know I can go out there and scam. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to be obedient to you, you know, and you feel like you're doing all of the things, everything that it is that you are supposed to be doing, but yet you're still waiting. Maybe you're still waiting because of the lesson. There's a greater lesson that you're not actually catching. Maybe your the wait is a part of your process. Maybe you have to wait because God is trying to humble you. Maybe you have to wait because God is trying to teach you something that is going to be of value because you're going to need it and the future doesn't make sense to you right now, but maybe you're waiting because you're going to need this information. Maybe you're still waiting because you're not ready yet. As much as you think that you are ready, you're not ready. Maybe you're still waiting because, like I said before, you're tying God's hand. You're telling him to take care of it, but you're trying to do things on your own and you're not actually allowing him the room to do what it is that he needs to do to open the door and you're going through the wrong door. And he's telling you, nope, that's not the door that I told you to go through. So now 
you're making your process longer. And maybe you're waiting because God sent you what you were waiting for, but it did not look like what you thought it would look like, or you didn't treat it the way it needed to be treated because you're not seeing the blessing because it doesn't look like what you actually want. So you're still waiting, but God already sent it to you. And now there's a lesson that you have to learn behind that. And until you catch it, you're going to continue to wait. The wait can look like so many different things, but you have to stay encouraged, be vigilant, and make sure that you are spiritually aligned with what God is saying to you. Make sure that, again, relationship is key. The stronger your relationship, the stronger you will be in alignment because when God sends you what it is that you're waiting for, there won't be any confusion. You won't have to question it. It will be in alignment and you will know. And then if it's something that you're waiting for and the physical, like you're waiting for a new home, you know, like right now, for example, the housing market is horrible. It's hard to actually get a house right now, but what's for you is for you. So you won't have to fight for it. You won't have to actually like it's, it's go the, it will actually, the whole process will be a seamless process where it's like, okay, this is definitely God. This is my blessing because if it wasn't, then it would be hard. But because it's so easy, it's going to align with what God promised you. Focus on the relationship. Focus on your relationship with God and don't focus on the weight. Don't focus on the people around you that are getting the thing that you, the exact thing that you're praying for and that you're waiting on. Don't focus on that. Focus on your relationship with God. And I promise you, it will actually happen. Now, I am speaking from experience and the aspect of waiting and not being in a good situation for multiple things. I can say that career-wise. I can say that home-wise. I was waiting for God to bless me with a home and uh, it was, I was not in a comfortable state, but I knew what God said that he was going to give me. And I watch other people get blessed and I watch other people close on their home. I watch other people get a home and they actually started looking for a home after me. It took, a, it took about, it took two years for God to bless me with a home before I actually got the home after he told me that he would bless me with a home. And while I had to wait for those two years, I watched other people get blessed for the very thing that I continued to pray for and that my heart desired so much and that I wanted and I actually needed, but the wait was worth it because God gave me exactly what he promised that he would give me and above. He went above and beyond what he promised me that he would give me. And then I'm also dealing with the weight of um, waiting for a spouse. That is a current weight for me. And I continue to watch people get blessed in that area. But there is a reason why I am still waiting. I have experienced the weight where 
God has came through and I am experiencing the wait where I am still waiting. But I trust that God's making me wait for a reason. What that reason is, I don't know. I do not know. I don't know. But I do trust and I believe that when it's finally my turn and that I finally get what I'm waiting for, I hope, I hope that I can understand why the wait was necessary. Um, and I know that I will appreciate, I will appreciate my purpose mate even more than I would appreciate them if I did not have to go on the journey that I'm going on right now. So stay faithful, stay faithful, trust God, trust God throughout your weight. Let's stick out this weight together and focus. Focus on the relationship and not focus on the fact that you're still waiting. And do what you have to do. Like, if, don't focus on the weight. Enjoy your life and take advantage of the different things that you could be doing while you are waiting. The different things that you could be learning. The different things that you actually could be absorbing while you are waiting. All right. Well, that is it. That is the end of the episode. I pray that you guys have a amazing and victorious week this week. Stay lifted, stay faithful, and don't forget to spread joy this week. Spread joy, smile, enjoy yourself, and be encouraged. Love you guys. Through storms of life, life. that guilt is strife. strife. The enemies fight, you gotta fight. Use all your might, so call on Christ. Review can say it, mind elevation. Spiritual recall, rehabilitation. Yes, men seek his salvation. Arm it up, deflect temptation. You know I lean on the ghost. His scriptures help me grow. Got faith, so I'm walking on God. Gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You got